Welcome, listeners, to this episode of Bruce and Cyber News. I'm your co-host, Ron Swetland. Alongside me is Miss Anna Teal with special guest, Dee Gale. Dee is the resource coordinator for Cherokee County's Senior Service Center, as well as Stand Up for Seniors. We're here at beautiful Big Door Vineyards in White, Georgia. Consider Big Door for your Valentines. Brews and Cyber News, where we solve the world's security problems one brew at a time. So fall off the wagon with us. On this episode, we'll be talking about the dangers of dating apps with all, especially in the senior community. So, how's everybody doing? Dee, doing how good. Are you? good. Doing good. good. So, we're getting close to Valentine's Day, and um, there's a lot of lonely folks out there, and we're in the age of technology where, um, you know, people resort to dating apps, and they can be dangerous out there. I mean, because even the dating apps in and of themselves, they do want a lot, a lot of information from you. You know, short of your social security number and everything. I mean, even some of them, you've got to give them your banking information for that revolving, um, you know, Payment membership plan. payments and stuff like that. So, ladies, what do you think? I mean, I think it's a little crazy. I would not be a proponent of dating online just because of all of that that requires to get you in, like, into the gate because... Like you said, you have to give all your information, um, but you also have to upload a photo. You have to give them, you know, it's, it's essentially an account, but uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of people that get on the sites that aren't who they say they are. You know, there's, there's just a big risk in that because, you know, even though you might have the honest, truest intentions of finding your next spouse or love, you know, you just never know what's what's out there and if they're being truthful and honest. And, you know, there's no really way to tell. Like these, these online apps or, you know, sites, they don't really have a vetting system for people. You know, like they can't validate it or do a credit check or a credit score check right. or all these checks. You know, like a criminal background check. It'd be nice if they did, but... It's kind of like you just don't know what you're getting and what you're signing up for and who you're exposing your information to. It's just kind of the look of the draw, which is a little bit scary. Well, I can't imagine getting on a dating app as a senior and wondering what's on the other side, concerned about what will happen to me. I mean, I think there would be physical risks that you could you know, someone mm -hmm. could hurt you physically, not a let alone just taking your bank account information, but just what a vulnerable, I know I couldn't do that. I think it's scary. I think there's other places that seniors could actually go. And like you said, I am with senior services, go to the senior center, do some activities, meet some other fellows there. In a safe space. Yes. Join the Silver Roamers. Yeah. You know, go hang out and do some venturing around Georgia with the Romers and meet mm -hmm. some, you know, people that way. Well, um, it's like the old adage, like, go and do the things that you love and see who's doing them alongside you, right? right. And, like, and it's in person and it's not, like, by yourself. You have other people around you and there's a certain, like, safety factor there that's 
good, you know? Absolutely. I think you could get to know someone better Mm -hmm. than trying to trust what they're really saying online in an app whether that's real I have to tell you we had a senior who actually was doing that we were so worried about her you know because she was talking to someone in Arizona and we were just like and she's like oh he's coming in to see me and we're like oh my gosh she's what you know we were so concerned for her and we were going to ch- literally call on her if she did not show up the next week to the senior center. Because <laughs> oh we were gosh. so concerned, you know. So how did that go? Was it okay? It did ended she up being up- okay. Okay. But, I mean. It's scary. My alarms were just going off. And she was so giddy and just so excited. And, I mean, I get that. But, wow. That was just, I, I don't know. That's a big risk. It is. So there's like, there's the online component, but that only goes so far, right? So then eventually one or the other people involved want to meet in person. That's eventually kind of how it goes, right? So like, there's that safety aspect of, you know, you should never go by yourself, have a plan B, have a friend like in the same restaurant looking at you, you know, keeping, you know, (laughs) (laughs) having, uh, you know, a bouncer, a Ron bouncer, or somebody, you know, to help you and to keep an eye on you and get you help if you need it. Because, like, it's just not safe anymore in today's world to just do that on your own and not let anybody know where right. you're going or where you'll be. Um, I will say some of these sites have one of those called, like, Verify Me or whatever. But even with the advent of AI, those are easily, you could get through the, some of those. I mean, if I, I really wanted to, I could go on there and tell them that I am a 12-year-old girl and basically get verified as such. I mean, those are even easy, too. So, Well, it, talk it to me nice. about that, Ron, the AI, because that could take someone's right voice and so you could act like you're an older person. Yes. So basically with AI, you have the, the voice... Um, the recognition, the, the voice augmentation, all that stuff. So usually how that would start would be is they would call random numbers. Like, uh, for example, I, I can pretty much take anybody's phone number and run it through some of my um, hacking software. And basically, I, I know who that person is at that point. I call that person, and that's all I got to say is, is hey, is Joe Smith there? And Joe Smith says, who is this? And that's all I got to do is hang up. So now I've taken that, I've recorded him saying, who is this? I've synthesized that. I've run it through a program. And now I can sound just like Joe Smith and tell everybody that I'm Joe Smith. Um, There's, like with banking, some of the banking says, you know, oh, you can just bypass where you can say, my voice is my password. Authorize me. Okay, well, guess what? Now I can just call in and just say, oh, I forgot my pen and say that I'm Joe Smith. And then there you go. So it's just, it's getting more sophisticated. Um, you know, even with the dating apps, we, we all used to kind of laugh. There was a show there and it was a, a term that was coined a long time ago <laughs> with catfishing. Well, Catfishing is now like at a whole new level where you can you can even 
make AI faces that look real, and that I can make myself look like Joe, talk like Joe. I mean, it's like looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, but it's a wolf. So I, Ron, could be thinking you're some handsome senior dude, <laughs> and you're really not. <laughs> I don't know. Is 47 years old considered senior? You're not a senior, but I'm just saying that's what you could do is yes. portray yourself. Yep. And I'm going to be the senior going, wow, this guy's awesome. Right. Yeah, let me hook up. And I mean, even with people, you can see like on Zoom <sighs> calls and Teams calls and those kinds of things, people will put all these backgrounds on there and it'll look like they're on the back end of a yacht. So, I mean, even that too, it's like, oh, you know, send me, you know, $1,500 and, you know, I'll send you tickets to give them to the back of my yacht. And it's like. The guy's just sitting in a studio or his living room or something like that in his underwear. I think it's like now, like with the dating thing, it's almost synonymous with like people trying to call up like cold call seniors to try to act like they're their bank or they're, you know, trying to get, you know, information from them that can help them steal their bank account, you know, their money in some way and try to, you know, just any kind of fraudulent activity so it's like you kind of think of it the same way. You just have to be on guard and know, like, what to look for and, you know, like, questions to ask and just kind of be careful with those it things because it, it's it's kind of the same thing. I is. mean, it can it, be, like... These new criminal activities are new business models, actually. And, I mean, that's what it is. is and, and they, it's, it goes through... You know, I know as a marketing professional with Anna, you can see, you know, how do I know to do this, that, and the other? It's like, well, there's a lot of trending. It's like, okay, well, we're getting ready to come around Valentine's Day. You know, you're going to have people that are lonely and, oh, just, you know, just somebody just that just wants to be with somebody else, you know, live out their days or, or whatever it is. And it's like, you do that. So it's like there's that or around Christmas time, you know, you've got all those scams that are going along or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, during around graduation. Oh, hey, your grandkid's going to get retire, and Oh, I'm with the school and we want to, you know, have you donate, you know, a thousand dollars for the graduation parade or something. It's just like it's yeah. nonstop. And two, you know, they can look you up. They can see, yep. you know, what organizations you support, you know, what your digital footprint is, and they can play to that. So just like they would cold calling you, they try to date you and get information because they know they can gain your trust that way, especially if you like the, you know, the image that they're portraying, you know, like they can kind of snag you that way. It's just another angle, you know. Well, what do you think is making these seniors, though, drive to dating apps? Just the loneliness, or are they wanting more so? We're in a digital age where everything's, you know, everybody was, you know, it it was a long time ago where it's like, you know, they they had that commercial a long time ago. It was like AT&T or something where the grandkids went over to the house and the grandparents were at the front door with a box of equipment mm-hmm. saying none of this works come fix it i think it. i remember that yeah so i mean it's not like that anymore i mean you, we've got a generation that now we're everybody's got a phone uh, a smartphone or something or and well the sad thing too is don't you think some of the seniors like they see because they're 
come from a generation of, hey, I answer the questions that I see in front of me. Yes. Just like when you're filling out an application, a paper application, yes. you're like, hey, it says name, address. So they're just going to fill everything out yes. without thinking about where is this going? What am I doing? Right. I mean, it was a very trusting generation. Yes. I mean, all the way up, you know, mine, like Gen X, was it was nothing. We would keep the front doors unlocked. You know, everybody else kind of kept an eye on everybody else's kids. And you know, we didn't have a lot of the stuff. And now it's like... Yeah. Well, even going back to the question about, like, why are they turning to you know those dating apps i think like if you're a senior and like maybe you're not as mobile as you used to be or you know you've got you're dealing with issues that keep you from going to places to meet people you know the like that digital option is nice and there has been a lot of trust you know instilled over the last couple of years in these dating apps because odds are they have friends they know people who it's been a success or they've had successful matches from them so of course they think oh well this might work for me but they're not really fully aware of the risks involved and that's where you know the educational piece comes in like we're not saying don't you know get on these apps but just know what you're getting into and be right. careful about the information you give them and be safe if you're going to meet them somewhere in person because that can be, you know, you're kind of you rolling the dice, you know, with that. So how do we find out, Anna, in our own community, how many seniors might be getting into dating apps? Oh, I mean, boy. how do we know that? And so where maybe we get out in our own community and educate mm -hmm. and what I would don't know. Be trending what trending information is from like centers like from, from yours, it's like. Yeah, what are you seeing at your center? Do you think that a lot of people from what you see are on these dating apps? Well, I don't think so, but now but I'm not ask, sure. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like You're I'm not. walking around going, hey, uh, checking out some dating apps, you know, <laughs> because yeah, it's just I just happen to know that that one senior just was so excited that she was just mm -hmm. being so vocal to us to where we were like, what is going on here? So it's the yeah. first time that I was even like, presented with it you know yeah. or knew about it i mean it got to the point even where she even facetimed the guy and was like show so we're like looking at this guy thinking what is going on you know yeah. and i just was so like i said it turned out okay but again it, it might not have yeah and i just thought i couldn't imagine if that was my mother you know, my grandmother, I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, again, I'd rather know that, I don't know, maybe educate the seniors to know there's things out in the right. pub. We and, have things and, to come and meet people. And, oh, and, yeah. and educate them. And I know that sometimes it could be a situation where you may not want to tell your family or whatever because, you know, it's like, well, I don't want to think that you know, dad got replaced or mom got replaced or right. something like that. And they mm -hmm. just feel ashamed, but they're, they're lonely. They want to be with somebody. Tell a friend, tell somebody yeah. at least. So, so it's not, you know, a big, huge surprise. It's like, you know, what, where's Helen? I don't know. She's right. not there anymore. <laughs> so it's like, she didn't show up to bingo. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's, you know, that education portion of it is, Sometimes families, you know, my, my, you know, I'm without a, a, a father myself. And if my mom wanted a date or something like that, by all means, date. I mean, that's, 
it's human nature to want to be with somebody and you know sure happiness and you know maybe have that family say you know what it's okay if you're dating or or whatever just let us know what's going on but if they don't feel like that just at least let somebody know that's that education portion of it let somebody know what you're doing yeah because if something does go sideways at least somebody knows what's going on so Mm, i agree yeah, it can be tricky. I mean, a lot of the women that I know, like in philanthropic groups that I serve on in the community, you know, they're older, but like, I mean, they're not afraid to get online and, and, you know, kind of surf, you know, what's out there. And, um, but, you know, I just try to be a good friend and say, okay, just be careful. I'm happy to go with you and like be a wallflower, like while you're meeting this person. And, you know, be supportive in that way. But also, like, let them know that there are other options. Like, it's not the end-all, be-all. Like, there are still ways you can meet people in person and organically um, in a less riskier way, you know. Um, but, yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. If my mom was to get online and try to do online dating, I would say no. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because it's just too risky I from what I've seen and what I know. But... I understand that there there are, you know, um, good success stories of matching people and um, there are safer apps out there that can help. But I don't know. I think it just depends on the person. I think let's go back to the old fashioned ways, you know, maybe go back to to church. Yeah. Um, You know, like go to the senior centers, Mm -hmm. do activities, see what the parks and recs doing in Mm -hmm. senior activities, Mm -hmm. you know, but just go back to the old ways of just going you know the i know there's yeah. the boys and girls club you know they got mm-hmm. the body recall exercise class Heck yeah. you know anything other than just talking to some stranger online right. and wondering yeah. if is this real is this legit mm-hmm. um i yeah. can't imagine the financial risk that you could take of course um yeah. and that's another thing if they're asking for sensitive information like your financials and things like that that might be a red flag like pay attention to the red flags you know right, like do you think what that they're desperate to because they're lonely that they'll even pick up on a red flag some right. probably wouldn't but you just have to kind of go in it with that mindset like okay like if this happens and if they ask me for something that's not normal and then how a relationship normally kind of evolves like I shouldn't take it any further. You know, I should so really, just you know, if we have parents and they're mm-hmm. in that situation, we really need to be chatting with them mm-hmm. about this. Yes. You know, everybody really needs to be like, hey, mom, mm-hmm. hey, dad, I get it. You might want to go down this, you know, rabbit yeah. hole, but let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about the right ways to do it um, yeah. versus just yeah, getting on an app, which right. shocks me because I don't even think about Obviously, I'm married. I don't need to think about a dating app. But I'm just thinking if I was at one point, some point in my life, not married, you know, I just don't know if that's the way I would think to go because I think I wouldn't, I'd be, Mm -hmm. well, maybe because I'm learning, I would be leery. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. So unsafe. Yeah. Guys, this is unsettling to me. <laughs> well, that's why we're talking about it, because right. we hope where it's unsettling for people who are listening, because that's, you know, kind of where the educational piece comes in and we can help others, you know, just be more safe. if They're trying to find their special person, you know. Absolutely. So that, besides the financial type thing, the other thing, the huge thing 
as the four words, keep your clothes on. Yes. <laughs> so what a lot of people don't realize is, is once it's on the internet, it is it there on. forever. <laughs> not, not, and it's just not the, the senior community. It's everybody. <laughs> I don't want to think about my grandma sending nudie pics. Right. I don't either. I mean, <laughs> it's just. Well, hey, we accidentally got some pics, by the way. What? So, you know, we do applications to help uh-huh. seniors. And I don't think he knew. Honestly, I just don't think he had any idea. But it was like some Google photo drop, you know, like because he took pictures of his, right. you know, the, uh, the bank statements, whatever we needed for the application, driver's license and stuff. And all of a sudden, there's some other pics that came floating along. There and we go. were all like, what just happened here? His secondary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Watch where you click. <laughs> So, yes, I agree, Ron. That would be uh, oh, something dear. that they don't need to be doing because right. it was alarming for us to even think, well, why has this guy got these photos, you know? And, and again, he had no idea right. because, again, he's just pushing buttons that he's mm-hmm. probably just used to pushing, not knowing what all comes. Like you said, it's in there. Right. It's in the computer. It's in your phone. And it's it on just, the cloud. It's in the cloud, whatever. <laughs> and so it just came along. And, and it can be used, you know, for, it can be put on the dark web. It can be that. But, I mean, it can be used as a blackmail method as well. It's like, I'm going to expose your pictures if you don't send me $10,000. Right. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's what happens is it's, they can do that. And then... And you're in a really bad and then way. that gets so that puts them in fear. They get scared, right. you know, because they could threaten your family. Right. Maybe just not you, but your family. And then you get scared enough that yeah. you just go ahead and send them the money, and then you're too embarrassed to tell your children yeah. that you did that. And one of the things that I see a lot doesn't necessarily have to do with the apps, but one of the things that I do see a lot is the um, people will get emails saying, "I know what you're looking at." send me you know 25 bitcoin or i'm gonna expose you and it's like yeah everybody gets those but i mean that's one of the things it's like somebody was actually looking at those like wait somebody knows what i'm looking at or whatever so they get those kinds of scams as well so that's everybody gets so they play on their fear yes Mm -hmm. it's a fear tactic so wow Okay. Guys, yeah, this isn't so, good. So, See, yeah. and we're going, I'm getting in that senior I stage. Email, I, I get emails all the time saying, you know, these men, one of them was a, um, a youth minister. It's like sweating bullets. It's like, I, I, I didn't look at this. I didn't look at this. I didn't look at this. Oh, what am I supposed to do? It's like, just delete it, man. You're all set. Right. It's fake. Which delete is the thing to do. Yes, delete. Never press unsubscribe. That's that's their new thing. See, that's something I learned actually yeah. from you, Ron, recently. Yeah. Because I actually unsubscribe. would unsubscribe because I thought I don't want the easy emails right. anymore. If there's a link on the page. Don't click the link. Yep, learn that too. I get a lot of that too from the county. They yeah. test us once in a while, but. I can't imagine though. If I'm a senior, Maybe I don't know the technology. Yes, why don't you? 
That would be fun. Hear that, Cherokee County? <laughs> Wrong Sweatland. I love that. Or but I'm just thinking Frank, for us. friends. Yeah, friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as a, with seniors, I can't imagine, though, again, you didn't grow up in the era of technology, the ones right, right now. Now, obviously, there will eventually be a generation that's a little bit more savvy about it. But right now, we got a generation that doesn't have a clue. Right. I mean, I know there's some the other day that just were telling me some of the roamers are like, we don't even like QR codes. No. They're actually yeah. fearful of that. And they should yeah. be. And we're I, seeing I, that I in marketing, put, yeah. too. Like, Those are slowly starting to die out. I mean, they were really great, but there's so much malicious code that I can put into a QR code where it's like, oh, yeah, you went to a site, but you just unlocked your phone for me mm. so because you can't see the url on the back end you right. know there's no transparency so you're just scanning and don't really know where you're going so it's just i mean we've seen that on the marketing you know aspect too like a lot of people want to give us their email address to sign up for anything they don't want to scan anything they don't want to put anything in digitally they want to do it the old school way like you know so that is kind of the caveat with email marketing now you know, it's a little bit different. How we wanted to make things more automated, you you still have to kind of, you know, be lenient because people just don't trust it. True, because like some people say to me, D, do you have Venmo? And mm-hmm. I'm like, no. I'm yeah. like, no Venmo here. <laughs> yep. like, I just don't do yeah. that. And so I worry about even with seniors that start getting down that, you know, rabbit hole, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean. It is. I mean, even... Any of these pay apps, there's always a risk. It doesn't matter at the end of the day if they're, oh, we've got this, this, and this, and this. And, you know, any of them, there's a risk. Um, I think what it, it is, Venmo, they want you to, like, put in a phone number to verify. Well, if you are dyslexic or something, you put yeah. the wrong number in, guess what? Some of those, you can't recover that money because it's not FDIC insured. So, so we really need to tell seniors to not be doing dating apps <laughs> and don't be doing cash apps. You know, um, what else should seniors stay away from then when it comes to apps? I don't think we're saying don't do dating apps. I think we're just, just saying, like, be careful. Like, if you're going to do it, like, let your family know. Let a friend know. True, true. Like, be careful. Don't do anything by yourself. Like, always make sure you have someone with you if you're going to meet someone in person. And just be kind of transparent with Or with research things. the or, app. Yeah. And if you have a friend that can do a background check on this person, that's great. Like, or, you know, like the more information you can get to know before you actually meet that person is good. It's like saying, don't, you know, you can go for a walk in the woods, but make sure you're in the woods. There's snakes, there's bears, there's dangerous things. True. There, There might be, you know something that you'll trip and break your ankle on or something like that it's just it's always just be careful and let somebody know that you're going to go into the woods so i mean at the end of the day that's all that it is let them know the time and the just, date and where you're going to be at your all this information in there but ron do you really think that a senior is probably going to want to tell their family member that they're on a dating app 
And, and that's kind of what I was talking before is some of them are like, you know, oh, are you trying to replace mom? Are you trying to replace dad? Right. Well, I think that goes back to like Go the family. Like, yeah. I think that it's the family's responsibility, like, to know that this could happen and to bring it up first to kind of True. make it more of like more comfortable for that person to make them feel like, oh, okay, now I feel comfortable. Their understanding of what I'm doing and just me wanting to find someone. I feel more comfortable telling them what I'm doing and where I'm going to go and how I'm going to go about all this. So like it kind of like working kind of the bottom way up is a better philosophy in my opinion than like putting it on the person. Cause they may or may not, you know, well, initiate that conversation. Dad, right. And if mom or dad is embarrassed that you even brought it up, yes. they go, why would you even ask me that or talk to me about that? But maybe if later they think about it, they'll be mm -hmm. like, Oh, Mm -hmm. Okay, now I'm interested. Yeah. And come back maybe to the family and yeah. chit chat with them about it. And it should always, yeah, come from a place of love. You right. know, the family should be like, we love you. We know you're lonely. We want to support you with however you want to go about it, but we want you to be safe. And, and you know? relay to them that it's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, not like, well, let me cross my arms and point my finger at yeah. you. No. You know, just say, hey, let's sit down or whatever. And and kind of try to make that connection. It must be lonely, you know, oh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like telling your approach. kids not to do drugs, you know, you're kind of yeah, like telling right. your parents, hey, these are the risks and <laughs> we want to make sure you're safe. Where like, you learn to use this app? <laughs> you know what they say, as you get older, you like, you know, you're the parent. So it's kind of like that, you know, you kind of get that way you're just like i just want you to be safe i don't want you to stay out too late and i want you know it's like again or let's go back to the community and let's mm -hmm. first reach Do out in your different. local area to mm -hmm. activities mm -hmm. you know senior activities things yeah. that's going on and see if you can kind of meet someone mm -hmm. that way you don't want to meet someone halfway across the world you know or just even across the country you know, and hope that that's, like I said, that senior at the center, she was so excited. And the guy was from Arizona. And, you know, yes, did he come visit? Yeah. You know, I've never wanted to know how anything panned out after that. But everything was okay, you know. But you just never know. But we were really nervous for her. I mean, we all be. were just concerned, sure. you know, that if she doesn't show up at the center the next week, um, yeah, we're gonna have to be calling nine one one or sending right. out the. Well, and that brings a good point too. Like the location of these people you're meeting, like you should be mindful of. Okay, if I like this person and they live like halfway across across the country, where is that gonna lead? Am I willing to pick up my life and move there? Are they willing to move here? Like those are kind of conversations you should have too, because you know, like you don't want to go down that road if mm -hmm. neither one of you are gonna you know, want to be together or kind of give up your life where you're at. Well, we got nervous because we're like, this guy now knows where you live. He's yeah. coming to see you. And well, and that's another point. I would never give them my address. Always meet them somewhere, like at a bar or restaurant or somewhere right. that's not close to where you live. You never want to give them your address or anything like that straight off the bat. Meet them somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Else. Yeah. Again, safety, safety yes. first. Safety first, for sure. <laughs> so, yes. Dee, let's 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 throw in a plug here with the Silver Roamers. Can can you 
talk a little bit more about silver roamer so you know some folks might understand you know sure yeah how one might get in there and Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, Wayne Urquhart in our senior center, um, he runs the Silver Roamers program. Uh, they're just a group of active seniors who he will, whether it's plays, uh, whether it's different places in the state of Georgia, that they will just get on buses. And um, they've actually gone to Callaway Gardens a lot. You know, mm-hmm. they'll maybe go up to just some museums, tell us, or down in Atlanta. Um, they've actually gone to, oh, I'm losing it in Asheville. What's the big uh, resort there? They went there at Christmas. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they go, what is that? Yeah. Biltmore, yeah. that's yep. it. So they go there and, um, and they just go do activities all around Georgia. Um, usually it's like three or four different trips. Now, mind you, you can, they have to pay for their trips. Um, there is a small membership fee. Um, don't I don't know. Can't quote me. I mean, it's maybe yeah. thirty-five bucks or something for the year. I'm not sure. It could be a little bit more, but um, and then they'll pay for whatever trips. So he tries to also find trips that kind of help everybody. Some might be more pricey. So there's a clientele that might be able to afford that, and then there's ones that he'll try to do on a lower end so that, you know, everybody has an option to go and do some things. Now, did they have a staff or did they rely like on chauffeurs to, to help and stuff like that? Yeah, Wayne um, runs the program and then Stephanie um, is his assistant. So it's really those two that just put everything together and mm-hmm. um, they use the senior services buses and... Um, they jump on like during fall they'll go up to do the apple farms and all that stuff oh, and yeah so they're they're always going a lot of times i want to jump on the bus and say wait where are you going that sounds like fun i want to go but can't do it but yeah. they do go to a lot of things that'll be fun especially the plays um heard a lot of good things about a lot of our local plays that they go to down at like the fox or um even in marietta on the square so they're always doing something and then they also have a monthly meeting um they usually meet at the bluffs and mm-hmm. wayne kind of fills them in for what's going on in the month and he does a newsletter for them and so they can kind of pre-plan what they want to do what they want to attend and so based on that he did just do a big trip with them they've never usually left the state of georgia for the first time they went down to um san antonio Oh, wow. uh, oh, I think that was back in November. Um, I wanted to jump on that bus, too. Yeah. Oh, couldn't do that either. Um, but they had a lot of fun. They felt like they probably needed one extra day because it was a lot packed into the yeah. three or four days they had. Um, plus, it's a long bus ride. So yeah. Wayne felt like they could have probably used an extra day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they yeah. had a lot of fun. Did they go to the basement of the Alamo? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they did go to the Alamo, but I don't know. So, and then tell us, tell us what, about the senior center. What, what is it that, that you guys do there? Okay. Well, senior services, we have case management staff, and they uh, manage 90 clients each. There's four case managers. Um, we have homemakers. Uh, they do light housekeeping. We also have the Meals on Wheels program that is run out of senior services. 
that's on one half of the building and then on the other half of the building is our activity center so that's where seniors can come in during the day uh, from eight to two and they do anything from bingo to you know different card games um, sometimes speakers come in ron you've came in and spoken to them and um, they might do chair yoga you know okay. um, different stuff like that during the day so they're usually there from eight to two and then cats comes and picks them up and uh, the ones mm -hmm. that ride the bus cats right. will pick them up and start taking them home um, and obviously then the ones that drive in just go ahead and leave um, so yeah and then cool. even the roamers sometimes are in the afternoon you know playing games you know um, and then I think on Thursdays we have a lady that comes in and teaches um, like dance Zumba oh, fun. Oh, okay. and it's so fun when she's there because for an hour we're hearing her with the loud fun music mm. piping through the building and right. awesome. kind of gets you going yeah. so yeah good and then you know some of us are already familiar with Stand Up for Seniors and the golf tournaments and stuff like that. So what else? Okay. Well, Stand Up for Seniors is a nonprofit. It's 24 years this year that we've been around. Um, it was a group of volunteers that got together and created the organization because, you know, there's a lot of calls that come into senior services, seniors needing help. But it's services that Senior Services doesn't help with. So this organization, you know, got together and said, well, okay, let's see if we can help with those, help those seniors. Mm -hmm. And so whether that be minor home repairs, it could be utility assistance. Um, we currently help seniors that are uh, being evicted um, yeah. or they're losing their their rental uh homes just due to rent rates are going up i get it landlords want to be in the market and get their piece of the pie but unfortunately these seniors are on a fixed income and they can't afford those raises in rent of course yeah yeah and so they're being pushed out if they luckily if they have a car they're living in their cars and um so they call us to try to get us to put them in a motel just to get them out of the elements right now january and february is one of our high peak times right. and it's because of the cold weather so we're seeing a lot of um seniors that are homeless oh, that's um, my push is for more affordable or attainable housing i can't rant about that enough um i just can't imagine a generation that is feeling like there's no place for them to go right. that they can afford um, mm. I told my husband the other night I think I'll work till the day they put me in the ground because I can't stress enough worrying about whether will I ever have enough money one day right. you know and some of these seniors are just living on their social security yeah. you know and it may not be a lot think about it yeah, they're a generation a that didn't their hourly wage when if they did work wasn't a lot right. you know a lot of them didn't have retirements um mm -hmm. or pensions you know and pensions has kind of gone away anyway yeah. for most people non-existent yeah. right and so they're um they're scrambling to survive and then you know of course the prices of food and everything else that's gone up right. inflation yeah and a lot of them now are starting to eliminate their internet 
you know, because they can't even afford that. Oh. Um, so it's just, it's really hard. It's hard to see. And so, you know, my goal is hopefully um, to get more attainable, affordable housing for seniors. Um, I know here in Cherokee County, Canton Housing Authority, you know, has a wait list of yeah. seniors. I know uh, Colbert Square, which is another affordable housing for seniors. They right. have a wait list. Yeah, it doesn't Cherokee move. County alone is just—it's one of the higher. Oh, it's tough. Yeah, it's really the, the cost of living here in Cherokee is huge. Yeah, and yeah. they—you know—they say that just to afford rent in the 2000s, you know, you're—you've got to make at least eighty-eight thousand. Yeah. You know, probably a year just to afford maybe rent at two thousand. Yeah. And you know, that's just. That's not doable for a lot of these seniors. I mean, a lot of them are living on that we help. They're living on Social Security that's 1500 or less. Yeah. yeah. You know, just... so if your landlord decides he wants to raise the rent, well, what are your options? Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, some of them don't have family, you know, to rely yeah. on, mm. you know. Um, so that's the tough part. Right. You know, those are the sad stories. And you go home and you're like, okay. Yeah. We got to do better. Right. You know, I always say, and I said this to some of the commissioners was, let's be the progressive county, you know, and let's show the rest of the state of Georgia that it can be done. Yeah. You know, you know let out. them look at yeah. us. Other things. Why not? Yeah, I right. agree. Exactly. I agree. Hey, I'm all about a park, but I'm not about to keep having more parks and parks when I'm like, Let's address the real needs first. Yes. Parks, wine Absolutely. bars, and bars. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I listen, again, I'm not, you know, saying don't want to be negative about that. I just want to say let's look at what's really needed. Correct. Um, because even a lot of the food pantries, you know, they'll say, yeah. you know, you just don't, if you don't look for it, you don't see it. Right. Yeah. You know, and they will... They're even telling me how they see more seniors coming through, you know, for food and they're right. living in their cars. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you've got them, if they had pets, guess Ugh. what? Their pets are living in the car Aww. now, yeah. yep. you know, so then they're looking for, you know, I've heard a lot of them saying they, you know, need donations of pet food because of stuff like that. Right. And then they usually bounce from, you know, parking lot to parking lot. It could be from a Target to a Walmart one night, you know, just from... And people just don't realize that, right. you know. Um, so, again, I think we could do better. Um, but yeah. stand up for so yeah. back to stand up for seniors. So we help as many low income seniors. And so we like to do a lot of fundraisers. Yeah, like the golf. So the, we have a golf tournament yeah. once a year. This year yeah. it's going to be October 2nd um, at you Bridge Mill. Yay. I love when we get your support, Ron. And um, we're going to do a derby this year. That's May 2nd. It's going to be at the Timbers at Etowa. So uh, anybody that wants to come on out and have fun, we'll have Absolutely. tables. Anybody who wants to even maybe fundraise for their own horse. So if you want to have a horse and have its name, there will be a, you know, a link on yes. Eventbrite we're doing. And so you can have a creative name, and we'll see who wins at the end of the derby and yep. um so that's we're looking awesome. forward to that that's a new event for us yes, so 
No, thank you yeah. for so much you're doing in our community and raising awareness for seniors and just all the good things Thanks. that you're doing. Like we appreciate we really you. Try. Yeah. It restores my uh, hope and humanity. <laughs> yes. Groups like yours. So. Well, you know, I can't imagine that, and I know there's other organizations out there that are, you know, trying to do their best too and, and helping, but I just can't imagine if, you know, I was, say, a little old lady and I didn't have family that could help me, that there was nowhere to turn. You know, and honestly, to hear and even just see some of them that come in and you just feel like, how can we not? Yeah, I feel like didn't God put us here to serve? Absolutely. You know, so I'm like, I can't imagine if we don't help. You know, where would they go? To be honest, that could be any one of us sitting here, you know, in the next couple of years. Like, who knows? I mean, exactly. Because you don't know what could could happen. Things, circumstances can change like so quickly. You just, you never know. So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have this week. Tune in this week and every week for your Bruise and Cyber News. Thanks for falling off the wagon with us. Until then, I'm Ron Swell with Anna Teal. See you.